We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Comes the blitz. Down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 283 on the Blue Wire Network. I am Euro Tyler, joined by my two guys, as always, Mr. Malcolm Hart, Pierre, boys, how we doing? Super Bowl week, Super Bowl week, how we feeling? Doing great, man. Hope Slay gets that ring. I'm really rooting for Slay, man. Was on our show a couple times, did a lot for the city of Detroit, both on and off the field. I'm I'm really happy for Slay, one of my favorite players in the league. So, Malcolm, how you doing, bro? Woo! What is going on, guys? Super Bowl week, but guess what? Malcolm doesn't care who wins. I don't care, man. I mean, hopefully, they both lose. I don't care. <laughs> both lose? You got money on this game, Malcolm? <laughs> no, I, don't. I, I should bet. I mean, I think it's close. I mean, I don't know who to bet on. I haven't put money on a football game or just in general in sports betting since, since the I'm Bengals and Chiefs game. game. I have not put money. I am still hurt from the Bengals. Do you know I'm the betting line? on this game. Do you know the line? Two, two and a half Philly favorite, I believe. It's either two Philly and a half or one favorite. and a half. It keeps shifting, but Philly's been the favorite pretty much. Oh. I know who I'm betting on. Bet on Philly? I'm, I'm betting on this game. Yeah, I'm betting on Philly. Mm. I don't know. And I, I just look, I look at the matchups. I mean, we'll talk about this later just between us, but because the Lions pot. Gotcha, yeah. I got you, man. Oh, but wait, before we start, man, uh, today is what? Today is Thursday. And we'll Thursday. do a big shout out to uh, the Pistons, man. The Pistons, they picked up a nice player. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. We're not they doing picked, this right now. We're not doing this right now. Up, no, man. We're, this is a congrats, man. You got to make a big move in the draft. To, I mean, not the draft, but the free agent to make the swing trade to grab the second overall pick. James Wiseman. Okay. All right. Well, on to that. Okay. We got James Wiseman as a Detroit Pistons. Let's go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay. Yay. I'm so happy. Let's go. Right. That's the last thing I want to talk about right now is the Detroit Pistons. Right now. I'm going to be completely honest with you. If there's one thing I do not want to talk about right now is the Detroit Pistons. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, man. I didn't uh, bring that up. Let, let me talk about a Detroit sports no, you, team. You that, meant to bring that up. You know what you were doing. Don't be sorry. You know exactly what you were doing. I, 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 mean, I was trying to do it in a positive way, but it just didn't look like it, it came off that way because uh, the look on your faces when I brought them up. Just... I don't hate the. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about, about this right now. <laughs> Let me tell you about a Detroit team that I am optimistic about, and that is the Detroit Football Lions. That, that's who. That's who I'm optimistic in the city right now. Hey, Red Wings won tonight. We got that. Tigers. God bless my soul. I have a whole summer to watch that baseball team, and then the Pistons the rest of this year. All right, let's talk about the Lions. We did. The quarterback, backup quarterback, as our topic last week of free agents. And we're going to just continue that trend going forward. This week, we're going to do cornerbacks, and we're just going to keep it chugging ahead. Was hoping to have a guest this week. We had one. Didn't work out. Couldn't book him. So, um, 
maybe in the future we can get a guess for the draft. But we're going to go on and talk about some corners. And I think this corner is a really interesting name to talk about, and that is Jalen Ramsey, because this is a name that's been kind of floated around. Some Lions fans might come available if the Rams blow this team up a little bit and obviously has connections with, you know, Brad Holmes with him being in Los Angeles and trading for him when he was in Jacksonville. So I'll start off with you, Pierre. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, what's the intrigue level right now with a Jalen Ramsey? All right, before I start this, I want to say I love Jalen Ramsey since he was in Florida State. I loved him at Jacksonville. I loved him with LA Rams, and I still love him. He's one of my favorite players in the league. He's everything you want a corner, size, speed, athleticism, plays with that swagger. He's not scared of anyone. He, like, he'll talk shit, too, and he backs up when he talks shit, right? You want that in a player. He's he's People say he's a cancer. He's a freaking captain. He's a captain for the LA Rams. The young corners over there love him. I read a little article on it. They, they like him there. He's a good mentor to these young guys, right? This is a guy who, who's an elite talent, and players like him don't become available. If he's available, you have to inquire. You have to. He's great in the running game, could play nickel, could play outside, could cover tight ends, could shadow the number one receiver. He, he could do whatever you ask to do. He'll do it. And he won't. He's not, he's not scared. He won't shy away from it. He's not scared from contact either. He'll hit stick you. Yeah, you know he so, will play the ball in the air. He's 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 a number one corner, bro. He's a yeah. I mean, we could talk about Jalen Ramsey all day, right? Yeah. Phenomenal player, and I think the general consensus just around us is going to be pretty much a yes. Like, if you have the opportunity to get a guy like Jalen Ramsey, you absolutely go do that. But let's be realistic here. What do you think the price tag is to get a Jalen Ramsey? Because he's not a free agent. You would have to trade for him from the Rams. What's the price tag you think it would cost to get a guy like that here? Oh, he's what, 29 or 28? I believe he'll be 29 when the season starts. So he turns 29 in October. He was born in October of 94. So earlier in the season, he'll be 29. So he'll be 28 entering and 29 as the season goes on. So he's 28. Darius Slay was like 31. He went for a third and a fifth. But honestly, they just wanted to get rid of him. Um, I think Slay's value was more that. I could see, honestly, a first-round pick. If not a first-round pick, two seconds, fourth, or two seconds and a fifth. So something that equals a first-round pick, something like that. Um, I don't think it's two ones. I don't think like he got traded for two ones. I don't think he's he's worth that because just because of his age, right? But I still think he's still top five corner in this league right now. And honestly, if they said they want pick eighteen, like take it, take okay. it. Well, that answered my question right there. That's exactly what I was going to ask you right there. If it came an opportunity where you could offer pick eighteen or maybe those two second-round picks that you got one from Minnesota, you have your own. You maybe offer that. Not saying 18 with those second round picks. I'm saying instead of 18, you offer those two seconds. I do that. Do it. Yeah. It's it's a no brainer. Yeah. What about you, Malcolm? What what's your thoughts on Jalen Ramsey? I I mean, this is a no brainer, man. I think you 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 have to. Um if he's available, you, you kind of have to pull the trigger and make that trade. You know, he fills in and not only are you getting elite talent. But you're getting a huge position at need. I think the cornerback, I mean, a lot of people are looking at the interior line, the um, the right guard position as the, the deepest holes. But I personally think it's the cornerback position. I don't think we have – we just don't have a guy right now that can actually travel with the, a number one receiver right now. We just don't have that guy. And you pick up Jalen Ramsey. And what Jalen Ramsey going to do, he's going to fill in that hole immediately. And once you have a guy that can that you trust that can stay with the number one receiver, that makes a whole defense better. It makes the whole defense better. You could cover, you could call whatever you want. You want to call sometimes if you want to call cover zero, you could call cover zero because you why? Because you have trust that your wide receiver won't get beat deep against a receiver. You just have that trust. So I mean, I'm willing. I'm I'm hundred percent willing. Uh, you just gotta upgrade this, this cornerback room some way somehow. Yeah, yeah I'm absolutely. With you. Absolutely, and this is a great opportunity, and players like this don't come available all the time, and we don't even know right now if he is technically available, but I think it's valid to mention that his name could potentially be available because we heard about it a couple months ago after the season, or I mean about a month ago after the season, was that his name could potentially be on the move just depending on what the Rams decide to do with this football team. And I I think with the Lions' standpoint, it just makes so much sense, kind of like what Malcolm said. you, You feel in a big position of need. You get that leader in that cornerback room, and he does exactly what you need him to do. And the way I look at it, if it is pick 18 or two second-round picks, you're not going to get a better player right now than Jalen Ramsey. Right now. Like, going into 2023, you're not going to get a better player. 
So why not invest that capital and go get that guy? You have him under contract. He fills in a big need. And that shows you're a real contender at that point. That shows you're serious about contending and wanting to win this division and maybe even doing more and winning multiple playoff games, right? That's a serious move right there. A good football move makes a lot of sense. Absolutely, I'm with you guys. Stamp it. You got to go after Jalen Ramsey if he does become available. Sweet. We finally all agree on something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. We don't always agree on everything. We agree like a lot of things, but not everything, right? You You can't always agree on everything. You can't always agree. And that's what makes it fun. And that's what makes it fun is when we don't agree with everything. So, but I I don't think this one's a no brainer. And I've seen Lions fans like on Twitter or even Instagram, they're kind of like, against it and I, I don't understand it i really don't see the setback of why you don't go after a guy like this if he does become available well i see why some people it's it's like giving the, yeah, compensation, give the devil's advocate answer giving the, the compensation the contract and the age right like they could say we could potentially draft someone and they could potentially be a number one corner but they won't be as good as probably Jalen Rand. but like i mean i get it right like i could see why they want that but i mean bro we're talking about a first ballot hall of famer when he hangs it up, right? We're talking about a guy who's been to the Super Bowl, been to the playoffs. He's been on bad teams. He knows what it feels like. He's been on great teams. He's seen it all. Um, great in the running game, great pass game. We want to talk about press man. That's what AG loves. That's what this guy thrives in. Press man. You want to play him in the nickel? He could play in the nickel. On play outside, you could like he could do everything. So, yeah. I mean, it's he's one of the best players in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, the, that's exactly the reason why a lot of people are saying it. It's because his age, the contract, and they just feel like we could draft somebody. But the thing is, uh, the reason why I'm not really bothered about it because you get Jalen Ramsey via trade, I think you can still draft a guy. I think you still should draft a, a, a corner in, in this draft. Um, I, don't, I don't think I don't think it, it, it sets it sets it back. So I think it actually makes it easier for the rookie because now the pressure of the rookie coming in and needing to be the CB1, he doesn't have to. Um, you have Jalen Ramsey, and now he, the pressure's off of him, and all he needs to do is either be CB two or just let somebody else be CB two and let him, you know, ease his way into the lineup. There's, there's no pressure for the rookie, so I mean, I, I just love the move. I don't, I don't see why, especially with this Lions team, man. I think their their window to win from what they saw last year. I think they saw that they have a that they can actually win. They have like a, a chance to be very competitive in this league between now and the next three years. So I think Jalen Ramsey fits that time frame. He fits that that whole timeline. I say, why not? I agree. I mean, we're absolutely all uh, on board. You're not going to get an argument from your peer on this. So oh. I'm sorry if you guys wanted some more debate. Like, this is as simple as a yes. Like, you go out and get Jalen Ramsey. He's available. Yeah. The price yeah. is right. You go get him. If it's pick 18, it's pick 18. You make that move. If it's two second rounders, you make that move. Like, I don't, I don't see the setback why you don't make that move. If they ask for pick six, hang up the phone. Pick six, that's a, that's a bit of a reach. Yeah, I wouldn't do all that. But, you know, talk about the second first round pick. Talk about two seconds. Yeah, go, go, go out and go make that move. Go out and make that move. And that's such a great leader, too. I know Pierre mentioned that a little bit. Like, he's got that C patch. If you got a rookie, you get to learn under Jalen Ramsey's wing. That's huge. That's, that's absolutely nice. huge. Like, not just a rookie, too. Like, Jeff Lakuda and... Jacobs, uh, Jerry Jacobs, and the other guys—they haven't really had like a. I mean, they've had some like veteran corners like Mike Hughes, but like Mike Hughes, nothing against him, but he's not like a star corner or anything. Like, you need someone that could take command of that room. Like, I don't think Mike Hughes can necessarily take command of that room, right? But if Jalen Ramsey could come in, oh shit, this is guy an All Pro corner. He knows what he's saying. I'm, I'm gonna listen to him. He, he's he's won a Super Bowl. He's been on bad teams too. He knows what it is. This guy, I'm a list like you know what I mean. I'm gonna listen to this guy. He knows what he's doing. Yep. Yeah. So. I agree. There we go. So again, all of us are on board for Jalen Ramsey. Okay. That that was pretty simple. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Oz Traders. Oz Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotional codes from different sportsbooks to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. 
This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R.com slash bluewire. Odds Traders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's get into some free agent corners. So let's do it like this. Pierre, I'm going to have you name one of your corners. Then I'm going to go Malcolm, name one of your corners. and I'll name one of my corners and we'll go back around. We'll go Pierre, Malcolm, me again. Okay. So we'll, we'll all each name one corner, explain who it is, explain why you like him and why you like the fit. So start off with you, Pierre. Give me your first corner option. All right. This is actually also not just my first corner option, but this is my like number one realistic free agency target as well. It's James Bradbury, the cornerback uh, that, that's with the Eagles. Last year when he got released, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was between the Lions and Eagles, and he chose the Eagles. So the Lions were interested in him last year, and I don't see why the interest would fade away. He had a great year with Philadelphia. He could play press man. That's what AG likes. He's an aggressive corner. He had three picks this year. He had a 54.2 passer rating when targeted. I mean, that that's number one corner. He's not Jalen Ramsey, but he's number one corner in this league. And that's what the Lions like. They don't have that true number one corner. And this is also a guy – well, you bring him in that room, oh, shit, this guy's been in the league for a while. He knows what he's doing, right? So he, he could take command of Lacker. I believe he was a captain in New York, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I have to go back and check. But he is he's a leader. Whether captain or not, he's he's a leader. He's 29 years old, not too old. You know, you give him a three-, four-year deal, similar to Darius Slay contract, what he got at, what, 16, 17 mil a year. I think it's doable. So, so. yeah. And, and that's going to be interesting, too, like if he does become available, like because I, I would assume Philly wants to definitely bring him back. But they're going to have a lot of guys that they're like going to have to make some tough decisions on. Like we're going to mention him. I'm, well, spoiler. I'm going to mention him a little bit. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, he's also a free agent. What do you do with him? James Bradbury. You got guys like Javon Hargrave. Like Philly's got a lot of tough decisions to already go along with some guys that are already paying. Like you mentioned, like Darius Slay. So. I mean, it's going to be tough for them to keep all these guys around, and it's going to be interesting to see where James Bradbury stacks on their, I guess, wants of wanting to keep him there. But if he does become available, absolutely, yeah. I I think Brad Holmes in Detroit would be all over that for sure because, like you mentioned, veteran corner has experience, has been really good in this league. Kind of exactly what this team really needs, and I I like that you said it's realistic. I think it is somewhat realistic too if um, if Philly can't retain him. So I'm all in for James Bradbury. So he wasn't a captain, but like obviously he's still a leader, right? Like he's a leader. And when you look at if the Lions had interest last year, I, I don't see that interest fading away. You know, kind especially of like the year had, he had, especially with the year he had. Yeah, I think that interest is probably a little high, especially with the need. Like they didn't really know their corners what they had. Not like we don't know how Amani was going to look. Obviously, it wasn't good. Jeff had up and down year. 
Jamie Jacobs, you know, came off an injury. Like, they didn't really have – now you kind of know what you have. And it's not – I mean, right now you only have three corners under contract, right? Okuda, Lucas, and um, what's his face? And Jacobs. Jacobs. So, also that fifth-year option for Okuda is coming. So, Okuda is probably not here – might not be here for the long term. We don't know yet. We'll see. But, yeah, you, you need to, you need to, like, sign a corner, and I think you need to draft one as well. Maybe draft two. Potentially, yeah. I like that idea. Okay. I like that, you like idea. that idea of James Bradbury? No, I, was, I was gonna say I like the idea of drafting two corners. James Bradbury, I, I, I like James Bradbury. I, I think he comes in. I think he can mentor the guys here. And I think we need that that veteran. The only reason I'm kind of skeptical about James Bradbury is because he had a phenomenal year last year. He did. I'm not saying he didn't, but right. um, the, the pressure of guarding the second best wide receiver versus uh, guarding the first, the number one wide receiver is a little bit different. I think he comes here, you know, now he's forced to be CB1, and now he's covering the best guy. He had that trouble in New York of, you know, being CB1. That's the only kind of issue I kind of have. You know, as far as him coming in and being a leader, I, I, I love the move. Um, and they did go after him. They did grab him. I, I wouldn't complain at all because I think he could mentor the guys. I think he could, you know, he's going to improve the secondary regardless because our secondary is so bad. But that's the only question I have is can you transfer of – guarding the second best receiver into now guarding the best receiver. That's the only devil's advocate. He did that in Carolina, right? I think the New York scheme just with Joe judge and you know how that Patriot system works and all that, like Slate also wasn't the best under Patricia. We all know that, right? I think Bradbury wasn't the best under judge, but they both go to a different coaching staff play under Jonathan Gannon, Philadelphia. Uh, what do you call it? What's the coach's name? Damn it. Um, What's the head coach name in Philly? I forgot. Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni. Under Sirianni. You just see the way they both play. They both played a lot of confidence. Both played like great football. I mean, they're both corn CB ones in my opinion. They got two CB ones, right? So, yeah, I yeah. feel like that. That's a fair. That's fair to say what you said. But I just feel like the situation in New York is a lot different. Kind of. I don't think you'd have that issue here. Like the coaches here aren't assholes. They don't force you to do things you don't want to do. They don't throw you under the bus. They don't show you tape and just cuss your life out in front of the entire. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't do yeah, that. No, but we do play a lot of man. So that, that's what they ran in New York. So it's it's, it's kind of similar. They but run that in Philly as well. Yeah, they play man in Philly. So I, I like it. I like the move. All right, that's James Bradbury. I like that too. Uh, Malcolm, what's what's a corner that you're interested in this free agent market? The corner that I'm going with is a guy who actually I wanted us to draft a brother. <laughs> I wanted us to draft him, man. When he was um coming out of Auburn, and that's Jamel Dean, man. I think Jamel Dean has the size, the speed, and I, I think that he could be a guy that could come in and be a CB one for this team. But he's a really good cover guy. Um, PFF likes him a lot. I like him a lot. Uh, I think he could come in and contribute. He's also good in the running game. That's that's an underrated aspect of his game. He's very physical too. So. I think he's a perfect fit in the press man. I, bro, I'd love that pick. Like you got me on Jamel Dean train d- during the draft draft season. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a fun player. It'd be interesting because I think Tampa runs a lot of zone, so it'd be interesting to see how he would come here in in Detroit and like you mentioned that heavy man coverage here. So it, it could work. He's he's got this you know the tools to be a really good player in man coverage. Just didn't really have to do it in Tampa. So yeah. that'd be interesting. So if he ran, like, what did he run? Four three. He ran a four three. He's six one. Yeah, like he's got every tool to be like successful. I mean, I don't feel like he's reached a ceiling yet, honestly. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I think I posted oh, yeah. this on Twitter. Bleach Report. You know, they kind of do like the predictions of like what free agents are going to go where, and, and they, they actually projected Jamel Dean to be a Detroit Lion. Yeah, they did. So I, I love that because he's that was interesting. Because we talked about Bradbury, he was twenty nine. I believe Dean is like twenty six or twenty seven. He's, he's getting really off young. his rookie contract. He's getting off his rookie contract right now, so it's yes. going to be his first big boy contract. So, uh, I mean, I, I'd love that yeah, too. He's, he's twenty six. Yeah, going to be. You might have to pay a little more just based on potential for him, but that that's fine, bro. He's a young corner. I do it, Malcolm. I, I actually love that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That's another realistic one. I actually like that one a lot. Yeah, I think that's definitely realistic. I would. They're both really realistic. I'd say Bradbury and and Jamel yeah. Dean. I, yeah. I could see both of either or like those happening for sure. Me too. 
Okay, let's go on to my corner. This is Pierce Boy. This is Pierce Boy since coming out yep. from Florida. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I'm sticking with the Philadelphia Eagles trend. And I think this is notable. Aaron Glenn connection right here. Had him in New Orleans for three years or two years, sorry, because Aaron Glenn came in 21 uh, to Detroit. We had him in New Orleans for two years. Dual threat, defensive back could play safety and the nickel corner. Lions have a dying need at nickel corner, and Johnson Gardner Johnson had a really good year. Six interceptions this year for Philly. I think that fills a very big position of need because we saw this year, obviously, with the nickel corner. Started with Mike Hughes, didn't really work out. Then you went to Mike Hughes, I mean, Will Harris. He, he kind of got the job by default, wasn't great. Had A.J. <laughs> Parker in there for a little bit, wasn't great. So I, I think this is a position that you definitely want to fill in. I know we're talking about outside corners, and I definitely agree with both of you guys. We definitely need to get an outside corner if that's through the draft, if that's through free agency, if that's Jalen Ramsey, whoever, right? But I think nickel corner is a very big need as well. If you can get a guy like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who will be 26 years old next year, you know he's going to be getting his first kind of bag too, getting off that rookie contract. I love the fit here. And we know Brad Holmes, they love versatility, and they love getting versatility other players. So – a guy who could play safety, a guy who could play the nickel corner. I love the fit. I think it fits like a glove if you can get him here. He's one of the best nickel safeties, whatever you call him in the league. And if I was Bob Quinn, I'm just saying I would have taken Johnson Gardner Johnson. You guys know this is not a secret. The listeners that have been listening to us know this. I don't know how he felt the way he fell. And I I just Whatever. He's he's a great player, man. He again, like the Eagles also, I think with Sean Payton, he literally said that like the Eagles stole him. Like they gave up nothing for him, basically. They they asked him about it. And they're like, I can't believe like they traded him for that. So man, if we can get he, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, I mean, it's gonna be very pricey. For sure. I don't know if they want to pay nickel corner that much, probably fifteen to sixteen, seventeen mil. Outside corner, maybe they're more willing to pay that than the nickel. But like Chauncey Gardner Johnson is more than just a nickel, right? He, he could, he's good in like every aspect of the game. I love it, bro. Again, like both you guys, great, great options. Yeah, and I, I love the playmaker ability because I feel like that's something we're really, really missing in this Absolutely. cornerback room, especially. Like I think the safety room, they're getting those playmakers. We saw Kirby Joseph really emerge to be like that playmaker, making you know, cause interceptions or right. causing fumbles. We need someone in that cornerback room really badly, and so I think that's why. We bring up a guy like Jalen Ramsey, who is just a playmaker overall. And I think both the guys you mentioned, just playmakers. And Gardner Johnson, progressively through the years, is just coming more of a playmaker every year. Six interceptions this year, three interceptions last year. I mean, he's really coming to his own. And I, I think he really found a home in that nickel cornerback spot. Yeah, And he's yeah. young. Yeah, and He's young, yeah. You know what? I'll say this. I mean, I know you're probably saying that we shouldn't pay a nickel corner. But I think, I mean, I don't know the exact percentage. But Detroit runs nickel majority of the time they're the majority in a nickel package you're going to see three three corners two safeties and two two linebackers and then they have the linemen you're you're always majority of the time you're going to see that formation so if you're if you have a nickel corner that's playing majority of the snaps why not pay him why not pay him you know that type of money i don't mind it because he's out there majority of the time and his responsibility is just as high probably more than the outside corner because he has to cover and he has to tackle. You got you got to trust him to tackle too. Um, so I don't mind paying or, or investing up, you know, to a high price or one of the better nickels in the league. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. I think they actually need to do that since they're in the nickel majority of the time. I'm with you. I think it's 80% if I'm not mistaken, something like that in the 80s. It's high, high 80s. Probably high 80s too. I don't know, but I'm with you there, Malcolm. I agree with that. Um, also, a guy, like, he's not scared. Like, I don't know what he tells people, but people want to fight him on the field. So he gets he's in people's dog. heads. He's a dog. I mean, Michael Thomas punched him in practice one time. At least that was, like, we didn't see it, but there were reports about him and Michael Thomas got in a fight. Michael Thomas punched him. I mean, we've seen him during games, guys getting in fights with him. I don't know what he with, tells to them. With, with, oh. with the Bears, yeah, whims. He actually threw a punch at him. He got kicked out. You remember that? I think he got suspended for a game or two as well. So when you have a corner that can get into guys' heads and still plays at a high level, that that's just—I mean—that's another bonus in my opinion. Well, there's another one out there who's a free agent right now. Um, I don't think either—I don't think any of us are mentioning him. <laughs> I think we all know who we're talking about Eli Apple. <laughs> He's a guy that could definitely chirp. <laughs> <Malcolm's face. laughs> 
That was amazing. That was priceless. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't, I'm think, I don't think he's. Apple. I don't think he's a Dan Campbell guy. Let's just say it. Let's just put it that way. I actually despise Eli Apple. I think every NFL fan despises Eli Apple, unless you're a Bengals fan. No, I fuck with him just because like he's not scared to talk his shit. He's like, even if I don't back it up, I'm still gonna talk. Like you respect that, right? But at the same time, it's like. Dude, like, there's sometimes where you just keep your mouth shut. There's sometimes where you talk. Like, just know the balance. He, he's a character. He's a character. I think that's what he, he's the, a the best way to that's describe him. That's a good word. A character. Um, I will just never forget. There is. I mean, you can look it up. There was a. There was a play. Was he on the bank? Was he still on the Bengals when this happened? It was Julio Jones when Julio Jones was on the Falcons, and he literally pushed Julio Jones in the back. Like that was not on the Bengals. It wasn't on the He pushed him while he was in the back, and then he, he was all turned around, and he literally ran from him. He ran from Julio Jones. I, I, ever since I was like, this guy's a clown. I, I mean, you know you're a, a player that's hated so much around the NFL universe. If I have a whole song dedicated to you, they made a Super Gremlin remix of how you've never been a superstar about Eli Apple. And it was just low lights <laughs> of him getting cooked by Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. That's, that's, that's <laughs> it's like, you never were a superstar. <laughs> and it's just about Eli oh, Apple. Okay, okay. And it's just Eli Apple low lights in the Super Bowl versus yeah. Cooper Cup. No, so yeah, absolutely not. He's not a Dan Campbell guy. I don't think he's a I, Lions I guy. Know. I don't think he is. Anybody's guy, an Eric Glenn yeah. guy. I just yeah. don't think he fits here. I mean, oh. he probably fits other teams. I just don't see it as a fit here. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. We, we don't need that in Detroit. We got. <laughs> we, we already got rid of that image. We don't need to be a, the laughing stock again. Well, forget Eli Apple. I want to go back to this next conversation quickly before we get into Pierce's second corner. I, I think it also, if you invest into a nickel corner, let's say hypothetically into a Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Me personally. And I know we're not doing draft talk right now, but me personally, I think there's better outside corners in this draft. So then you'd be filling that nickel position and then you can get one of those outside corners potentially start alongside with Gardner Johnson and whoever you want on the other side. If that's Jacobs, Akuda, or whoever. 100%. I mean, I don't know. Like, out of these top guys, I mean, I think there's like five top corners right now. I don't know which one could play nickel. Which one do you think could play nickel right now? I mean, I don't know. Brian Branch. Brian Branch. From He's actually one of my guys at 18. I like that. That's like the dream pick at 18 for me. Him or, or uh, the, uh, the guard out of Florida. I always have trouble saying his name. Osiris Torrance. Yeah. Yeah, those are my two guys at 18 right now. I, I think Brian Branch is just like – he's basically like Gardner Johnson, but on a rookie deal, if that makes sense. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. I mean, I think it really depends on what they do because well, we're going to have the ability to know what they do in free agency or a trade before the yeah. draft. So. I think we'll be able to really know what we need in the draft if that's an outside corner or a nickel corner. So we'll see what they end up doing. If that ends up being one of the guys you guys mentioned, if that's a Jamel Dean or Bradbury, then maybe a branch makes more sense. If they go after a guy like Gardner Johnson, hypothetically, then I think we get into like the Weatherspoons, Christian Gonzalez, whoever your pick is, right? Whoever you really like. Yeah, yeah I think if you sign a Brian, if you sign Gardner Johnson, Brian Bange is probably not your guy. No, it just that's doesn't make sense. Yeah. That, that's, that's my point. Yep, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. All right, let's talk about your second corner, Pierre. Who's another corner you like in the stranger market? Uh, this is more like of that second tier corner, not those first years that we talked about. This is a campsite out of Pittsburgh. Could play the nickel, could play outside. Um, had a good year for them. He had three picks, allowed a 69.6 passer rating. Um, good starter, not elite, but good. I think he could play man, could play zone. You know, I, I think it's a good fit. He, he also brings that veteran leadership, you know, played under Tomlin, um, played in that good Pittsburgh defense. So he'll bring that here to Detroit, kind of what they like. I believe he's 27, not too old, not too young, kind of entering the prime of his career. So uh, I think it'll be like, it'll be a good fit. I don't think it'll also cause as much as the other guys we've mentioned. So if they want to go like in the second tier of guys instead of the first tier of guys, I, I think that's a good that's a good option. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Malcolm, what about you? Who's another corner you like in this free agency market? I'm going with um I'm going with Jonathan Jones from New England, man. Um Jonathan Jones, he's a smaller guy. He's a little bit smaller. Um not he's five ten. But he has he played who's starting the starting home outside corner for New England. So you can actually move him inside or outside. I think he could play either or. Um, you know, he's a four three three guy, um, a lot of speed. 
Um, he had four interceptions this year. Um, he had uh, he gave up a passer rating of seventy seven point one. So that's not too bad, especially when you have to cover the number one receivers. Um, I, I like him a lot. I think he come in and you know he's could be a leader to to some of these guys to help him out. I think he makes this, the secondary better. You bring him in. Um, so he's one of the guys who I actually liked him for a while. I liked him for a while. I, I think I liked him ever since. I think New England when they played Kansas City Chiefs when they played. Um, when Tyree Kill was on the team, you know, he was a big part of, you know, them containing Tyree Kill uh, when New England played the Chiefs. Ever since then, I was like, you know, this guy's pretty good, man. So I like him ever since. So I think he'd come in and be good, man. Yeah, I like that too, Malcolm. Jonathan Jones, I've always been a fan of his game. I'm obviously, too, in New England, it's a heavy man, like probably more than anywhere else. And Detroit likes to play man. I think it's a perfect fit. A little older, too. Also, you know, like you're in that, you're in that room. This guy's won Super Bowls. This guy knows what he's talking about. Like he brings that veteran leadership. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Jones. That's that's. I don't know. He's a free agent. That's interesting. Cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah that one's interesting. Jonathan Jones would be fun. For sure. All right, let's go on to my final corner, and this one was a little tough for me because I, I I didn't really like any of the I didn't love any of the corners. I should say like there's some guys I'm like okay this could work. And I couldn't really find any that I thought were necessarily like starters for me. So I, I kind of went more of a depth route potentially. And that's Chad and Sullivan, who last played for the Vikings, played three years in Green Bay, one year in Philly. This is not a sexy pick by any means. So he's not the greatest player, but a player that we could play in the nickel if an injury happens. Or, I mean, last year, even for the Vikings, started in 10 games for them. And Green Bay started in 10 games in 2021. Started in 10 games. I guess 10 is just the number for him. I mean, the last three years, he started 10 games for uh, for the teams he's played for. So, again, I think it's an upgrade from what we've had. We had a big issue with Nickel Corner last year of just finding, first off, a starter. We couldn't even find a starter. But then depth, it really was shaky as well. You know, with Hughes not being the greatest Nickel Corner, good outside corner, but not the greatest Nickel. Then you had A.J. Parker, just didn't really have a good year. Didn't, I think he's on the practice squad right now. And then you had Will Harris, who's a free agent right now. So I, I think if they want to upgrade the nickel cornerback depth, I think this is a potential play right here. Don't think it'll be very pricey at all. So Chad and Sullivan is, is, is a name I, I threw out here. I'm not really a fan of Chad and Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, we just talk so much shit about this guy, right? so much. I mean, he can complete – or not complete, but he can almost complete the NFC North Tour if he comes here. Played for the Packers, played for the Vikings. Come here, finish his career with the Bears. There you go. Shit, why not? Um, as a depth signing, sure, but I do not want this guy starting Absolutely nickel not. or outside. Yeah. That's Absolutely sure not. because, like you said, he could. If you need him to start a couple games, he started thirty games in his career. I think you said thirty, right? Thirty. So, yeah, like game or two, it's fine. But bro, like, it's he's he's not that good, man. No, I agree. You you can't invest into Chad and Sullivan and expect him to be you're starting nickel corner week one. Like, like that can't be if you're fully healthy. That cannot be your week one starter, right? But if you want to bring them in, have some depth there, I like it. And, you know, I, I think it's a solid move. It's not going to be pricey. I don't hate it. I, I don't hate it at all. I mean, you look at what we had last year. He's better than all of our nickel guys. I he think. would start for our team, I think, he, last year in the nickel. Who was I think Will he Harris and him are kind of similar. Will Harris is more athletic. I'd probably go over Will Harris over Sullivan in the nickel. You would? Yeah, he, I actually he, would. How many, how many turnovers uh, Sullivan had? Sullivan, Sullivan had two. zero uh, picks. Zero, three had. with the Green Bay in 21, one in 20, one in 19, and zero last year. He had 108.5 passer rating when targeted. Oh, my God. And started yeah. in 31 games, period, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, he had a rough year last yeah. year. <laughs> Tyler, what the hell are you trying to do to us, man? You're trying to say I, I'm words? thinking of depth, man. I'm thinking of some cheap guy that you could bring here, let him compete. Probably even have low guarantees. You know, you might not even guarantee him a roster spot. And then let's look at Will's numbers. Will had 107 points. It's basically like the same yeah, player. Will's more athletic. You might as well just brought Will back. You might as well just said Will Harris. It's a new face, man. Let him complete the NFC. I want him to complete the whole NFC. He North also runs a 4-6, bro. I just yeah, don't like that, man. He ran a 4-6? 
Yeah, he did. I looked oh that up. Oh my god! This is, <laughs> this is the first game? one. I think we're probably not gonna agree on, and that's and I, okay. And you, and you guys, I'm not gonna even argue. I don't love this guy. I don't really even care for him. So I'm not gonna <laughs> even really argue you the other way around. You tricked me, Johnny. Because I thought I didn't even know he was that bad. I didn't know. I didn't know he was that bad. I know we used to laugh at him because. I remember we used to go to pre games and we used to see his PFF uh, scores. He'd be like in the twenties. We used to be like, uh-huh. we could turn the guy all day. I think in twenty, he sure did. He sure did. But um, man, I didn't know he ran a four six. But yeah, that, sure. Like, like yeah. I'm fine with that. But like, I do not want this guy. No, I'll be no. honest. Not even as like my number two nickel. Maybe my number three no, nickel. No, like, no, I, no, I just no. don't like him, bro. I don't know. Like, no, 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 no. I get. I like. I if said, you need a I, game or two, it's fine. No, but if you need like four or five yeah, it's like <laughs> you've seen that game. one video where he goes like, "Yes, yeah, no, for me, dog." Yeah, I don't know what movie that. Um, like, like you said, guys, I'm really not gonna argue with this with you guys because I, I really stumble. I'm like, who the hell am I gonna choose? I'm like, this is a guy I know. I, I know some familiarity with him. It's not the greatest moments, but I know who he is, and I've seen him have almost two uh, fumble sixes that got called <laughs> called back against him. So I'm like, hey, why not? Why not? So I, I chose Shed and Sullivan. I'm not gonna lie and act like. I love this, and yeah, I'll take the L. You know, if they go Sullivan, man, like things had to go really rough for them in free agency. Yeah, I just I so don't many, think there's, so, fit in, man. there's just so many other options. Like that means like Will Harris said no. Let's let's do that. Let's, no, you know how last week we did the quarterback game where you started naming quarterbacks. You gave me a yay or nay. Yeah, I got you look, right here. Look, here, I got I got some corners right now. I'll, I'll play for you guys. I'll be oh, the host this week. Let's go, man. All right, just give me a yay or nay. Marcus Peters. Yes. Marcus Peters. How old is he? He's like thirty-five. No. Marcus Peters. I can give you that right 30. now. He is thirty. Yep. Oh, he's thirty. Oh mm-hmm. no, bring him in. I love how the perspective changes just like that. Yeah. All right. I thought you were older. Never mind. All right. Bradley Rolby. Uh, yeah, just the veteran leadership. Yeah. I mean, he's he's kind of fallen off. He's not what he used to be, obviously. But, yeah, I'd bring him in over breaking uh, – what's his face? Over Sullivan. <laughs> Poor Chad and Sullivan just catches strays for no reason. Actually, he kind of deserves it, but it's okay. I mean, I'm looking at Roby's numbers, 79.4 pass rating when targeted, but he's awful in the run game. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be excited or thrilled with Roby, Just, but he is an upgrade over what we had last year. Okay. He's an upgrade over Channis Sullivan too. If we, <laughs> <didn't know. laughs> I mean, like majority of the probably guys cost more than, probably cost more than Chad and Sullivan too, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Chad and Sullivan is probably getting a deal that is just not very many guarantees. Probably has to, probably win his job in camp potentially. Yeah, that's that's a possibility from. All right, I got another name for you. <laughs> Peter's reaction. I know this already. Anthony Brown. Yes, but he's also not. Um, he's not a good player, bro. I was going to say. I was gonna Anthony Brown from the Cowboys. Cowboys. If, yeah. if you go on Cowboys uh, Twitter, no. I mean, I think he, I take him over Sullivan, though. You'll take. Is this the comparison? Is this the comparison? That means that means you take. Any, that means every single person going to say yes. Oh, exactly. You're so you're saying yes, like on the Lions, yes or no on the Lions? Yeah, yeah just, just, just here or not over Chad and Sullivan. That's what I'm asking. Oh no, bro! No, 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 no! Oh, I thought Peter thought we we're digging a whole epi- a whole segment just to chat and solve it. Anthony Brown's a no, bro. Okay, that's why I was surprised when he said yes. That's I was like, I was a little no, surprised when he said but that. Like he has, I mean, he's fast. He's just not a good no, no. Malcolm, no, no. I just remember it was Thanksgiving of 2021, and he just was so good. He was getting so many flags. It was like the Amani Oroia game versus the Vikings last year. He had so many flags against him. All right, I got a Rams connection right here. Troy Hill. Yes. Projected market value on Spotract is 3.6 mil. Troy Hill is coming to be a starter? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be a starter. Just to bring him in, maybe compete. I mean, if he wants to come in to be a camp body, I don't know. Okay. Let's do let's do two more. Two more. Pat okay. Peter. Patrick Peterson? Mm-hmm. <sighs> bro, he's gonna wash. He's gonna wash, bro. 
Oh my gosh, bro! I'm not gonna lie; he was one of my favorite players in the league. But bro, sure like, was man. Me too. I, if I'm, he I'm, really be like a backup and not start, sure, but he probably wants to play. Yeah, let's look at his year. He had a good. Oh, he had a really good year in coverage. Sixty-eight point eight passer rating allowed. Five picks. Sure, one year deal. Sure, I'll do it. Okay, Malcolm. I'm. I am. I'll, 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 I'll just see pass, man. I lean towards no too because he's going to start for you. Like, that's the thing, yeah. If he's going to like, if we're going to bring in a starter, I want a really good corner, really good corner. He, the thing is with him though, he's, he he could be a great leader to the young guys. He could. Bring, no, bring I mean, he's got great experience, great player in his career. Bring him in, he can still draft a guy, ease his way in. But the thing is, him starting and. Uh, yeah, he had a good year from Minnesota. I just looked at his numbers. He, uh, he had five picks, 66.8 passer rating, uh, was targeted 30, 73 times, lot 43 receptions. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Again, that was a bad Vikings defense as well. So that that's pretty good. How, and how old, um, is he, how old is he now? He's 30. He's 31. 33. 30, he is 33. 33. Wow. Just turned 33, February 6th. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And his spot track market value right now for Pat Pete would be six point four mil. Six point four. Yeah. So close, close seven. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not like a bad contract. It's just I don't know. That's fair. You know, okay. like you sign him for a year, you draft the guy, you let him learn behind him, like little learn and stuff, and then you kind of play the little guy, play him a little here and there, and then the following year you give him the keys. Maybe he could I have, something like that. Maybe he could have that um, machine madness type of. That's, that's what I see it as. That's why I see yes. That's a that's a good comparison. Yeah. The guy that's that had his glory yeah. days, kind of older, comes to Detroit, plays well, mentors a young guy like Slay. Tracy Walker's got Tracy Walker could be like your Glover Quinn, like into like that example, like because he's looking a little older now. Yeah, maybe. Hey, it's not bad. All right, I said two more. I'm gonna now really two more. Sean Murphy Bunting. Yes. Yes. I know it's yes. a guy you like, Malcolm. I in period. You guys both yes. like him coming out. He's from CMU. here. He's from Michigan. He played at Central, yep. I believe. He's yes. from Michigan. Yes. Yeah, Tampa's gonna suck for Tampa. They're losing all their damn players, bro. <laughs> Lost their quarterback. Don't know who's going to be that quarterback for them. And then, yeah, Two we corners, mentioned Two linebacker. Oof. Yeah, they have some tough decisions. I mean, they might be able to bring some of these guys back, but definitely not. Not all of them. I don't know. They might lose Levante David. I mean, that, that's the topic we have to talk about, linebackers potentially, because that could be an interesting player for the Lions potentially. We'll talk about that next week maybe. Maybe. We'll see. All right. Last player to close off the cornerback segments. Drum roll, please. Tease Tabor. <laughs> you waiting for me, or guys? This is a podcast. It's not a visual pod. We need we need voices we, right, to, uh, to display. Tease. You know, that, that's my boy, man. You know what? Tease. Pierre, I know you. you <laughs> Why are you asking that question, Pierre? Pierre tried so hard. I'm, I'm, I'm asking both you guys. Pierre, Pierre tried to—he tried so hard to get rid of this guy. Now you got him off. Now you want to bring him back? You want? Okay, Tease Tabor. Let's look at Tease Tabor. Ready? Uh, ran a four-seven or four-four-six-two at the combine. Uh, only played in a few. Only played. He played in 77 coverage snaps. He had three targets, allowed two receptions. No thanks. I'll pass on that, bro. Well, T, T, didn't he play majority safety um, for um, the Seahawks? I don't know. He's slow. Was, I don't, yeah, I don't he, like slow players. He, he did play mainly safety. I just saw the name under spot track, and he was under a corner. And they didn't even call him T. They called him Jalen Tabor. They, they went by his government name. You know, I, I, you know I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going to say no. He's not the... I don't think he fits what this team is looking for. I think it'd be funny if they brought him back just as a camp. I don't body. think it would be funny. I, mean, I think it would be stupid <laughs> if they brought him back. Companies are being player. I think it'd be so funny to see something everyone the mold of what they're the, the direction they're going to. It would yeah, be not. so funny just to go on Twitter on Instagram and I post 
the lines have signed Tease Daber to a one-year. I mean, it's going to be the cheapest deal ever. He's not going to make a legitimate contract. I think it would be so funny, though, just to see the reactions. I would, do it, I would do it more just for the podcast, for the content, more than I actually want Tease Daber on this football team. I got one. Okay. What do you have? Uh, actually, two. Rakison. I was looking at him. That's interesting. He's a guy who got traded last year to the Colts or the Raiders. He was on the Colts and then got traded to the Raiders for Nagakwe. He's a solid player too. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I mean, he's a, he's a nickel. He's primarily a nickel corner as well, right? What's 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 the deal with him? Like, he's he's young. He just got. What did he get drafted a couple years ago to the Colts? Second round pick. So, yeah, that was three years ago. Why? Four years. Four years. Ago. This four is years a ago. contract. Four years. Four years. Four years in. But he, four years. What? Two different teams. Three different teams. Two. two. He got. Two. He got traded for Nakakwe last year. So why are teams giving up on him so so quickly? Um, well, I mean, for both teams, it made sense. I mean, I mean, you get a pass rusher like Nakakwe. The Colts needed that. Traded a corner. The Raiders needed a corner. So I wouldn't say they necessarily gave up on him. I think they just kind of filled in similar type players at, at that position. Okay, last one, Byron Murphy. I probably would say no on this, but yeah, I'm probably out on Byron Murphy. Byron, I like him coming out. I like yeah, him coming out, but it, I just feel like he's really short, small. I don't know. I, I feel like he gets kind of picked on too. I, that's one of those guys. I feel like when we play the Cardinals, it's like that's a match we always say like you could maybe target Byron Murphy a little bit. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. He had 100.5 pass rating allowed. He's 5'11", He's a small corner. He's not physical. So, yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be expensive if they want to bring him, like you guys mentioned, like a, a as depth. I'm not against it, but as a starter, I'm out. I just don't think he fits that press man. Like, if you want a press man, you, Byron Murphy, and he's not really good in the nickel. He's more of an outside guy. I just – I don't know. If he was good in the nickel, it, w- it would be nice, but – It would be more intriguing, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so okay, – Yeah, that, that no, was cool. No, I'm out on Byron Murphy, yep. No. Okay. That was a good episode, boys. Talked about Jalen Ramsey. I'll talk about some free agent corners. Went through some of the lists of guys that are going to be available. Good episode. We'll do probably another position next week. We'll decide what position we want to do, and – that's pretty much it. If you guys could leave a five-star review, it's always much appreciated. And that's all I have for you guys right now. Hope you guys all enjoy. I'm out. Peace. Hopefully next year from now, we'll be talking about the Lions being in the Super Bowl. And I'll see you guys. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> all right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I am out. Peace. <laughs>